0: running up the score you're listening to the running up the score podcast now here's your hosts, jerry napoleonello and kevin donlin
1: all right here we go back at it again it's week one. We already had a game on Thursday. Awesome game, by the way. Yeah. You know, at least going into half. Um. Just the fact that we have football back, it it just makes all the difference. I mean, we're. I'm getting ready to go sit on the couch for the next twelve hours, fourteen hours. Yeah, it's gonna be absolutely. New. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the fact that I'm able to do that now for the next. I mean, however many months, all the way up until February. So I, I, I'm excited. But let's talk about this first game real quick. You know, nothing crazy. Uh, it, it's it's kind of what I expected, at least. You know, the Bills, I think the Bills and the 49ers have the best rosters in the league. And the Bills showed it on Thursday. I mean, you're looking at a player like Jalen Ramsey. Now, you, you, everybody drools over Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey allowed a perfect passer rating, gave up six out of seven receptions, you know, out of the seven targets, 124 yards and two touchdowns. I mean,
0: you know, you hear Jalen Ramsey and it's, you know, it's all like past tense. I think yeah. At this point, I think he's at that over... Uh, the hump of the career. Um, it's not easy to play cornerback in the NFL, and obviously you need to be in the best shape of your life. Uh, you know, and at this point, age becomes more than just a number uh, for Jalen Ramsey. Um, yeah, he did not play well at all. Um, you know, the Bills played a great game. In this, actually, they played a near perfect second half. Uh, their first half was pretty good as well, uh, aside from a couple of turnovers. It was um, a sloppy first half. Well, just in both sides. Just in the perspective of the game, you know. Uh, it's 7 nothing in that game. You know, the Bills need to figure out a way to try to develop the running game, you know, play with the lead. Um, it's one thing to have the lead in football. It's another thing to be able to keep the lead until the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, you need to be able to run the football real well and efficiently. Uh, Buffalo had a very hard time doing that, but their passing game is so well-structured, and having someone like Josh Allen to be able to get those, you know, uh, must need yards on first and second down. You know, a lot of people would question if their approach to it was uh, ideal, considering you know he's Josh Allen, he's he's unbelievable, and you don't want to get the guy hurt, but he's also not getting paid. So okay. you're looking to win a championship this year. I understand where the Bills are coming at with that. You need to use him as much as you can to try to uh, win football games whether it's his legs, his arm, everything. The guy has everything to offer, So, and he played outstanding. Um, one interception, clearly not his fault. Second interception, just a great play. Josh Allen felt really controlled, and he was able to manage that game very well. They got to be able to run the football more. I put that more on the coaching than anyone else. And, you know, the Bills, again, just they look great. They look really, really good. I think we're one Mahomes injury away from just basically handing them the AFC at yeah. this point. Well, you know, Lamar Jackson as well, which is also one of my bets, guys. I'm going to let you know right now. Ravens and Colts, my two teams to take to win the Super Bowl. That's, uh, there's not really no rhyme or reason. These are really good teams. Uh, it's very open this year. And just from looking at the odds, probably the two best odds I saw overall of those two teams because they have a possibility of winning at all, yeah. but obviously there's a lot better teams.
1: So now, um, before we get to a, a fantasy question here, but um, now obviously we all know that Stafford had some stuff going on with his elbow. Could that have been the issue? Uh, because I saw a couple of throws today, that uh, the, the other day, that were you know, kind of questionable. He threw three interceptions. I mean, could this end up being a full season like... Nagging injury.
0: Well, shoulder is something very annoying. Because basically you're playing the game of football, and every time you hit the floor, you're hitting it with your shoulder. And your shoulder is vulnerable at all times. This is his elbow. Well, that's why I'm sorry. Not shoulder. I mean, you know, elbow. Nonetheless, every time you hit the ground, your elbow... You know, it's exposed. And and I mean, you're
1: throwing with that elbow. So it's
0: like. No, you could tell a couple of those throws were just absolutely not accurate at all. I think Stafford actually lost this game for them late in the game. Uh, The game was still in reach at times, especially in the second half. But he had an awful interception at one point that kind of put this game at bay. Um, It's definitely going to be an issue for him going forward. They got to be able to manage this correctly. He's going to constantly be on the field. He's that important to the Los Angeles Rams who are looking at yet another Super Bowl possibility. Um, you know, for fantasy purposes, I think Stafford preseason seemed like a very ideal pick. Yeah. Um, but now that we see after one week, but I mean, again, this is the Buffalo Bills defense he played. That is not an easy defense to play. It's not a good matchup. You know, the best advice I could have given anyone on Thursday night was to really sit a lot of your guys, uh, aside from maybe like the Josh Allens and Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cubs, who obviously were picked in the first round. So <laughs> You got to put those guys in, but yeah. guys like Cam Akers and any running back on Buffalo and uh, Allen Robinson. I even had the same for Gabriel Davis. He, to, you know, he obviously played a lot better than expected, but I, that probably wouldn't have been ideal for me to start either, just based off the matchup. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup. Obviously, Notre Dameius White for the Bills. That was a you know a must play. Allen Robinson. I understand where people are coming at, but these are these were two tough defenses. They were really going to go at it. Um, I just know there's got to be better matchups. You know, early on in the year for someone on your bench if you draft it correctly. And you know, obviously, everyone's getting all upset about this Cam Akers situation. Um, it seemed ideal, uh, but th- that this was going to be. Uh, It seemed like this was going to be a good situation for him, coming back from injury after two years. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure he's nagging with injuries. Uh, I think Henderson's in the same boat as well. I don't think either running back ran the ball really. I don't even think, uh, aside from one or two runs, Henderson didn't run the ball well either. That might be more credit to the Buffalo Bills defense. And like we talked about, definitely not a good matchup for any of the running backs in that game. But I understand you drafting Cam Akers in the fifth round. That's someone that I really was not targeting at all. I actually have him kept in a league. So, yeah. you know, he's he's rostered on one. But I also have Henderson in that league. So yeah. for people out there with Cam Akers and no Henderson, you're on your own with that one. That's an issue that you're going to have to try to figure out. And, I mean, we're one game in. So it's, well, uh, yeah. it's an alarming situation to be in.
1: My only thing with Cam Akers is, we already knew that they're, they're kind of a, a by-committee running, you know, rushing team anyway, so it's like... They didn't run the ball well at all. No, they in, didn't. In the playoff run last year no. either.
0: That should have been the number one uh, key for anybody Well, that's drafting. what I'm
1: saying. And, you know, so it's like for you to take Cam Akers, I mean, that's like a last resort type of pick in your draft. Um, but, I mean, aside from that, now, obviously... The Rams are the, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Could we have kind of leaned on that narrative of that next year for a Super Bowl team? And that narrative is like they either don't make the playoffs or they don't play well. And a lot of teams don't make the playoffs the next year after winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean... What do you think the reasoning for that is? I, and I'm—I mean, I watched the other day. I watched a, a whole—you um, know—they had like this whole thing on NFL.com, uh, like a twenty-minute like episode of like all the teams from 2022 and what happened to them after. Because I think we we only have a back-to-back winner, uh, once or twice in you know the last. Uh, I can't even tell you how many years. Uh, And obviously that's the Patriots. So it's like, you know, and they just showed everything that happened after, you know, the next season for these teams. And it was interesting because, you know, you see a lot of either guys retiring, um, guys leaving for more money. Um, Biggest thing was injuries. You know, so it's like there's always something that happens to these Super Bowl teams after for the Rams. Could it be Stafford's injury to his elbow? Like could this be a full season kind of nagging injury? Uh could this be hindering them? You know, is their secondary going to be a real problem this year? Uh where they just can't stop anybody? Uh are they going to be able to run the ball? You know, it's it's like it's something like that. And you know, you also got to think has as I was saying, like people got like these guys leaving. Von Miller going over to the Bills played pretty well in that game too mm-hmm. um so it's you definitely know, it, a
0: difference maker for the bills absolutely 100%,
1: absolutely just like he was for the rams
0: it's pretty impressive what von miller is able to do von miller is doing this stuff at my age and i mean i played volleyball three times a week and that put a hurting on my body so <laughs> yeah. i can only imagine what von miller you know von miller is just a, an incredible a shape he is a yeah. freak of nature and yeah. he looked incredible even on thursday night and uh, i think
1: it opened up more um for Ed Oliver too like Ed Oliver yes. played really well and um so it, it, you know even uh Phillips too you know that it kind of opened up the whole middle of that defensive line where they you know they were able to get a lot of pressure on Stafford I, I watched the video uh you know a, a highlight basically where uh Phillips ended up coming through pretty easily and put a nice hit on Stafford And Cam Akers had a chance to get in front of the guy or at least just, you know, like put an arm on it. Well, I think
0: that was the concern was that he basically wasn't prepared. I mean, this is where your assignment, you're not even getting your assignment correct. And if you're not getting your assignment correct, there's no reason to get you on the field. You're not a professional. You're not taking this seriously. You make a lot of money to do this. Yeah. So you, you need to take your job seriously at that point. And you got to be able to you know understand what your goal is on each play and i mean you come into that play looking to go pay, you know run a route and you're you're planning obviously obviously he's the blocking back in i point. know or and at least a block, out the or left. at least a block in the beginning so yeah now there's big reason's why cam Akers didn't play a lot the coach put it the best way he needs to tar- start taking uh play with more urgency meaning basically meaning you know play with you know some sort of common sense and yeah. know what you're doing when you're out there and if you're not going to do that there's other guys that are willing to take your job. This is the NFL. It's competition 24/7. You throw things like that on film, you're not going to have a job for much longer. Uh new coach, new everything
1: in Philly? Yeah, this is where I wanted to get to because this is the this has been driving me crazy offseason. Uh why are everybody so high on the Eagles? I, I it's like they they bring in A.J. Brown, and now it's like, oh, this offense is going to be unbelievable.
0: It is going to be unbelievable, and it's because – and I hate Jalen Hurts. I think I, – I, I don't think he's Wow, good. That's, no,
1: no, no, I'm sorry. That was
0: mean. <laughs> I, I just said I hated him. Yeah, well. For no reason. No, that was pretty mean. Uh, well, I'll, I'm I'll be not honest a, with I'm you, not I a, hate them. I'm not a fan <laughs> of like what he's able to, to bring to the table. Uh, it's really not on him. I think the offensive line for Philly is going to be that good. So Jalen Hurts is going to be that good based on the fact that – you know, uh, their offensive line is going to be one of the best in the league. Because let me tell you, if he's not really good this year, then Philly's in a lot of trouble. Because that offensive line is not going to get better. You're not going to be able to make a better offensive line than what they have right now. They have a solid core. I mean, I was shooting Miles Sanders. I was shooting Kenneth Gainwell. Even Boston Scott is a deep, deep sleeper in fantasy on these purposes alone. They're going to control the ball. They're going to run the ball real well. And they're going to play defense. And they're going to protect the ball. As long as they keep the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hand and the decisions he's been making, but he, you know, obviously he's got two well-structured wide receivers out there, a very good young tight end, you know, a running back situation that we're still, you know, questioning a little bit, but at the same time they they're productive. So for the Their Eagles to be, little,
1: but for the Eagles to
0: be this high on the power rankings, I see where they're coming at. Um, they're going to be one of the better teams in football this year. They're going to be the only team competing in that division with the Cowboys. We know the two teams that aren't. We know two teams that will, and the two teams that are going to compete will be the Cowboys and Eagles. So it's going to be. It's really going to be a back and forth. I don't know if really being that high on the power rankings is. the...
1: I mean, like people have them like as Super Bowl favorites.
0: Yeah, I have them as like a top ten team, but I definitely don't have them in the top five at all. Uh, we've talked about this. I mean, obviously, seeing a team like the Bills. I mean, I don't see the Eagles being able to hold up with a team like the Bills. Possibly, I think their offense could keep up. But there's gonna be a matter of time where you gotta make a choice between who do you think is gonna make the mistake first, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and I think it's gonna go we're gonna favor Josh Allen could, on that could, standpoint.
1: You could say that about the matchups for the Eagles against everybody. Like, I mean you could even look at it at like in the in the division with the Cowboys, like would the Eagles offense be able to match up with the with the Cowboys offense? Because the Cowboys listen, they they had the Cowboys offense
0: is going to look a little different this year. To be, honest it's going to be you. a
1: little different. Yes, but
0: they'll still be able to move the ball. They got plenty of weapons there.
1: Not really concerned think, about it. I think once Michael Gallup comes back, it'll change that because now you are going to have a deep threat, a guy that'll be able to get up uh, to to go up and get it, uh, and then it'll just open up the middle of the field for for Ceedee Lamb. But just overall, like I feel like you know the Cowboys had you know the the second best offense in the league yes uh, last year to the team that they're playing tonight. And the Buccaneers. Yeah, no,
0: so, I don't care about that game. The game's pathetic. The team's <laughs> pathetic.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I just no. Nah, mo- like, mo- moving
0: on though. I mean, honestly, we, we we Eagles suck. That's the, all I need. The to The Eagles say. are are going to be a decent <laughs> team. They're not going to just suck. Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts. I think is not <laughs> that. I, Jalen Hurts <laughs> will literally limit this whole team. It will. He'll limit it, and I think no, it'll it. be a big uh, see. But that's the thing. Like Philly.
1: people that think that the Eagles are are a top team highlight Jalen Hurts as like... Well, and it's
0: understandable. They're trying to look smart. And the truth is, is when you have an offensive line that looks the way his does, predicting that he's going to be good and like like numbers-wise and productivity-wise, it's, like it's a common sense yeah. thing to say. So a lot of people just trying to look smart with this. Um, but at the same time... Jalen Hurts is the actual player, and the decisions I've seen him make as a football player, not fantasy. I think as a great, he's a great fantasy player. He's going to run the ball. He's well, going yeah, to do everything in fantasy. He'll have a great O line. He'll be able to move the ball. They're going to move the ball. There's no doubt. So, but him overall and the decisions he makes, especially in the red zone, or even just you know when he's backed in into his own zone. I mean, that's going to be interesting for me to watch. Uh, he makes the right decisions. Philly's going as high as he makes the right decisions. But yeah. if he doesn't, which I predict. Then they're going to be a cat team because they're going to be they're going to be one of the most talented rosters as well. Uh, Game you're looking forward to most? Obviously Cowboys. I'm kidding. They can't be your own team.
1: Can't be your own team. Yeah. I don't know. I you know honestly I'm I'm looking forward to the 49ers. Yeah, they're going to be. I can't wait to see what Trey Lance is able to bring. Exactly. That that's what it all really comes down to. I want to see because now I'm like now I'm kind of worried. Because of, you know, and we talked about it last week. Just, I have, I mean, when it comes to the hobby, when it comes to sports cards, I have money invested in Trey Lance. I think he's going to do well. I think. And I thought even, like, my my confidence in him was at an all-time high until I heard the whole thing with Jimmy G. And now I'm like, ah, uh, so now I'm a little worried. So now I I, I really just want to see what we're going to get out well, of I Trey Lance. Well, I think this Lance, week you also, should expect
0: something good. I mean, the Bears' defense is not really going to show much. I mean, if you can name me one Bear right now on defense, name me one. See my point? Eddie uh, Jackson. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no. I Actually, that was the one person I could think of too, and that's really it. So they have a really good safety, but they don't really have a good pass rush. I think you're going to expect to see great things out of Trey Lance today. But uh, I don't think uh, I don't think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be good. I think he'll manage well. I think he'll be one of those. I think I see like a lot of Jalen Hurts when I see him, someone that can manage a game but well, can't really be the difference maker.
1: Dude, that's exactly – so I was watching a fantasy show on NFL.com as well, and that's exactly what they said. They, they expect – you know, Trey Lance may not have a, a solid season, but he has the potential to have a top five fantasy season because he brings, you know, basically what Jalen Hurts brought last year. Because mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, as – Shitty as the, the the Eagles were last year, yeah, he still put up numbers in fantasy and still was you know a top ten fantasy point getter last year just because he brings that rushing and mm-hmm. passing. So it's you know it's a big difference. It makes a big difference for me. Honestly, the game
0: I'm looking forward to is on Monday night. Russell Wilson coming back to Seattle. I think he's going to come back to a warm welcoming. Welcoming. I don't know what I just what word I just said <laughs> right there. Uh, I, I expect him to come back to a warm welcoming. Wow! Why you can't I get this right? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do this right? A warm welcoming from Seattle, based on the fact that, be, uh, you know, the guy won him a championship. It's a lot different of a situation. I mean, I've been in situations where my player left my team, and obviously that guy didn't win us anything, so he ended up getting booed. But I think and he for Russell get a Wilson, good
1: welcoming. I know, right? <laughs> I know.
0: But honestly, I, I I think that he's gonna come back to you know. Cheers, as opposed to booze. No, I, d- I think I d- absolutely. Seattle, and I think uh, Denver's just got a better team here. I think it's well, be interesting to see what Denver looks like this season. Uh, young running back, uh, Melvin Gordon, the veteran back, uh, Russell Wilson, veteran quarterback. Uh, the very fact that you said that goes.
1: was the other team that that was the other game basically that I I had as a bonus was I, I just want to see because I mean if we really think about it, Russell Wilson hasn't had. Um, you know, a team of this nature probably since the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, so the so fact that. So he's had
0: it. So that's really, he's had a team like this before. He has.
1: And and that's why I want to see him get back to that because, you know, I, I kind of like as much as I wasn't a big Russell Wilson fan for a little while, I, I grew to respect his game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that the last like five or six years for him, he's been running for his life, you know, and he's been taking hits. His offensive line has never really been good. So the fact that, you know, he's going to get to a team that has a running back in Javante Williams has, Mm -hmm. you know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, you know, that, that's a team that, you know, he has talent all around him. And, you know, I mean, I'm excited to see what he brings to the table for Denver. Denver's a sleepy pick. They really are a sleepy pick for for a Super Bowl. You know, they 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 have solid players on that team. And you know, we're we're kind of overlooking them because of the division that they're in. They're in the best division in the league. I mean, that's that's we can literally say that with confidence right now. They're in the best division in the league. Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders are even there, too, and I feel bad for the Raiders because they actually have one of the better teams that they've had in a while. and yeah, the
0: season's so open. That's why I'm taking <laughs> yeah. these guys. All right, my bold prediction, obviously, I already mentioned. Uh, it's that the Ravens or the Colts are going to end up winning the Super Bowl. That's probably my prediction. Again, I don't think... That there's one clear favorite this year. I think Buffalo's playing very well, but there's a lot of tough teams out there. This is going to be a tough season for a lot of teams. I can list off the name right now. You know, you go Philly included with that. Dallas, uh, you know, who Baltimore, uh, Colts, uh, Colts, as you said. Chiefs. Uh, you know, Chargers. Green Bay got a great team over there. Tampa Bay's got a great team. Minnesota even. Chargers, Raiders, Minnesota. There's a lot of good teams out there this year. So it's really a wide Cincinnati, obviously too, and even Carolina's up and coming. Who I like this week too. I like Carolina over Cleveland this you,
1: week. So I have I have two bold predictions. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I've been going with for this whole um, this whole off season, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's hobby as well. It, it's got everything invested: fantasy, hobby, football. All right. Trey Lance will be a top five fantasy point getter. The 49ers will also make the playoffs. But now, my second bold prediction, and you heard it here, I'm clipping it. The Cincinnati Bengals will miss the playoffs.
0: Yeah. You like that? Yeah, that's pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, that's bold. That is bold. I mean, that's the definition of bold. Man, yeah, a team that just went to the Super Bowl last exactly. year. Exactly. So, now nah, I understand that. I, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not sure what to expect. This is. This is I mean, I, I could even go for- bolder
1: and say both Super Bowl teams will not make the playoffs, which is pretty nuts. I
0: don't do think that's like ever happened. Is that ever happened before? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, we should probably look that up. Yeah, probably. All right, well, prediction for week one. Who are you liking? Uh, so this week. It was the Trey Lance, right? The Trey Lance statement. Uh, Top five fantasy uh,
1: quarterback this week. Yeah, do we want to go that route? Do we want to go that route?
0: Uh, um, it's up to you. Mindset the New York Jets are going to knock off the Ravens. Hey-oh. Yeah, buddy. oh <laughs> The New that's York lo- Jets <laughs> will come into East Rutherford and knock off the Baltimore Ravens. This wow, afternoon, wow. Joe Flacco against his former team—you got to know there's going to be urge there. I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely my bold prediction for Week One: is that the New York Jets will start one and zero and win a game in September. And I don't know how long <laughs> it has been a very, very long time since the New York Jets have been productive. September is not the month of the Jets. Promise that. Go look that up yourself. It's nauseating when you look it up. I did it the other day. It's, it really like seeing it on paper just it's kind of gross. I'm gonna but say it is what it is.
1: I'm gonna say Trey Lance has four touchdowns today, two passing, two rushing. All right, sounds good. There we go. So let's uh, let's go over to some sports cards here. Um, we'll get into some hobby talk. There's not many um, releases coming up this week. Next week we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a lot. There's a lot that are coming out next week, so I'm pumped about that. But this week, up and coming. Uh, all three coming out the 16th, which is, I believe, the uh, is Friday. Um, so we have 2022 Panini Immaculate Baseball that's going to come in at 3.99.95 on Blowout Cards, uh, and then we also have 2022 Topps Chrome Baseball and Baseball Jumbo Box. So we have the two. So now when we talk about, um tops chrome. Now tops chrome is always, you know, when we're talking about baseball, this is the box that everybody looks for. Everybody waits for this one to come out. Obviously immaculate is is immaculate. Uh but tops chrome is that it's it's that box. And in this one I mean, really, this is a box that you can literally buy and stow away in your closet and it's i i honestly believe that it's only going to increase in investment if you do hold on to this box. You know, we're talking about guys that are in this box that have autos, Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt Jr. These are rookie cards. Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt, O'Neal Cruz, Spencer Torkelson. I mean, these it's this is a box that you can really make a lot of money off of in two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years from now. So, I mean, for a price of 400 right now, it's really not that bad for you to buy one, two, three, and just stow away in your closet because it's only going to increase in value.
0: No, 100%. I could see why those are very talented players coming out of baseball. And obviously, everyone's heard about O'Neill Cruz. The guy's hit the ball the hardest anyone's ever had yeah. <laughs> this whole year. He's thrown a ball from shortstop harder than anyone else has all year. Obviously, this guy is a freak of nature. Julio Rodriguez, home run derby winner. Uh, we all know about Bobby Witt Jr., we've been known about him since he was basically in high school. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, Spencer Torkelson. You know, so, yeah, there's a lot of big names here. And like we said, we always are chasing these big names. I mean, you go look at you know, Shohei Otani's rookie year and you see how much that box goes for. Yeah. And it's perfect proof as to what he's saying. Uh, but, yeah, that's my extent of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so uh, obviously the jumbo box is a lot more money. Uh, jumbo box is 879 So what to expect in uh, a hobby box for a Topps Chrome? You're getting two autographs. They have four. 1987 tops baseball cards they're not actually 1987 they just basically took these players from now and made it look like the 1987 tops baseball card uh there's a heart of the city parallel uh insert new classics you get two of those that's an insert striped. you get one um you get four prism refractors and eight regular refractors so you're getting a lot in this box and then on the jumbo side The reason why this is so much money is you're getting five autographs and you're getting 12 refractors. So it's, you know, the jumbo box, again, like if you were to take this, spend $880, okay? Now I know it's steep. I know it is. But if you were to do that, I mean, I can guarantee you. I I mean, I I don't really want to guarantee you. But I I can tell you right now that there is a very high chance that you're going to double your money in like five years. So the fact that, you know, it's like that. I mean, we really got (laughs) to, you know, it's something to think about. And then when it comes to, uh, the immaculate now, immaculate, the issue with immaculate. Okay. When it comes to baseball, Panini does not have the rights to the team names. So you're going to get these guys that are, you know, they're obviously in the box, but, they don't have their team logos on their their uniforms, so you know sometimes it it plays a role. Um, but in this box, you're gonna get four autographs, two memorabilia's, um, and I'm trying to think how many cards are in. It. Let me look. You're getting six cards per pack, one pack, so you're getting six cards. Eight boxes per case, and as I said, four autographs and two mems. So, uh, you know, it's immaculate is immaculate, you know, like that's, you know, you're, you're looking, if you're, if you're getting immaculate, you're getting a really, really good card. I mean, that's, these, these are, these are cards that people look for. This is like, uh, you know, it's for Panini, it's national treasures. You got immaculate and you have, um, why am I blanking on the briefcase one? I can't believe they don't even put these team names on there. Panini doesn't. Have, it's Top Tops has the the rights to to everything. So, you know, oh, look at the A Rod Shadow Box signatures. That one's nice. <laughs> I'll take that. Take right. that in a second. <laughs> um, Wanders in it.
0: I mean, I don't see. Oh, Wander Franco was the fourth card in that uh, four card. Oh, thing.
1: yeah. That's tell the tell tell the people. No, what, I don't right. even want
0: to. <laughs> I basically, <laughs> I, I, I was in on a break, and basically uh, they had like a Wander Franco. Uh, who else was it? It was uh, a Cunha. Acuna. Acuna, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. And uh, God, I kind of can't oh, even think. Fernando of, Tatis. Fernando Tatis. Yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. Duck race. I lost. It, so. <laughs> that's Long disgusting. story short. Yeah, would have loved um, that card. That would have been nice.
1: So we talked about it last week, which is crazy. Uh, the Justin Herbert 2020 one of one prism was graded in a week. BGS nine. Now BGS right now it, it used to be PSA and BGS. BGS has been taken over by SGC. SGC has you know is is getting a lot more of uh you know value I guess more than BGS lately. But BGS nine and it sold all, like as I said all within a week. It sold for one point one million dollars. Mm-hmm and as I said, like that, the 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 six for Trevor Lawrence went for 150k. I said this one's going to be huge, but I also said last week that I thought it was maybe six hundred, five hundred thousand. It went for 1.1. 1. 1. It's insane. It's it insane. Was. Um, let's quickly talk about Madden before we get into some fantasy talk, Before we get the hell out of here. Um, Hold we on, had, I
0: wanted to go into uh, basketball cards. Oh right, yeah, we can go into yeah, basketball no. cards.
1: Yeah, let's get into it. Whoa. I, I, listen, I I'm, I'm nah, ahead of the game. No, nah,
0: obviously, uh, real quick, just a quick, uh, you know, just an insight to some people that might be new to uh, the new year of basketball cards. Uh, you know, there's new Chasers this year. Obviously, everyone was going for LaMelo Ball and uh, Ant-Man last year. This year, I think it's more uh, on a Cleveland approach. I think we're going to go with Evan Mobley is probably the top card we're looking for in these boxes also the probably no doubt the most difficult card to find in these boxes scotty barnes you know what you're getting i've seen a lot of him though lately especially in uh um redemptions and obviously kate cunningham those are probably the three biggest chasers so you're looking for detroit toronto cleveland uh that's that's basically just the insight just want to give people a new update on that
1: so and now the reason why we're talking about evan mobley a lot is because of the trade for Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Now, Donovan Mitchell just... I mean, they haven't even played a game together yet and has now, first of all, Donovan Mitchell's uh, stock has gone up. Evan Mobley's going up. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, people are looking at this team like they can compete like that. And that's the reason why you're seeing the stock go up. I mean, uh, Donovan Mitchell, a 2017 prism, his rookie prism was about... So I I... I can't even, I'm not even going to try to put out a date that this trade went through. But let's say, you know, August 27th, okay? August 27th, his 2017 uh, Panini Prism rookie at a 10, PSA 10, and this is a base card, was going for $69 as of, let's say, the 6th of September. It is now going for a hundred and three dollars. So that's huge. Of I mean, course, that's, if you've got, car- you got
0: rookie cards of these caliber and they're getting traded and stuff, they're obviously the big thing in the news. So obviously they're gonna go higher in value. So this is a good time to try to sell you know anything you have of Donovan Mitchell because, you know, obviously he's moved to Cleveland. His rookie card still holds value. He's all over the news right now. It's a great time to go after him. But yeah, when it comes to the rookies on the new year, I just wanted to give people insight on everything going on with the rookies. Uh, obviously Giddy add for the Thunder, Suggs for the Magic. Uh these are the teams you're chasing. Uh don't go, you know, into these things and not know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically like the number one uh, ordeal. But yes, Evan Mobley probably the number one card to look for. It is he has been very difficult to find.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's really uh what we got for basketball. we You know, as the The season uh, as the the season season progresses, obviously
0: guys will come up and emerge as new ideas of people
1: to chase. Quickly, before we get off of the um, the whole, you know, uh, best uh, card talk. I guess Mm -hmm. if we're looking at cards as a whole, okay. So this is the indexes as per card ladder. Um, Football is down six point five percent. Uh, Hockey's down 6.1. We have Ultra Modern's going down uh, 4.3. Basketball's down 2.2. Pokemon's down 0.9. But then you have... And ESPN
0: should be down about 20% after the (laughs) crap that I watched the other day. You know I watched... I'm sorry, I don't mean to go off. uh, Obviously, (laughs) you know, the products. But ESPN, man, the other day I watched Stephen A. Smith in like the same breath talk about how he thought the chargers would score the most points in week one and and then the immediate next question was who was going to win between the chargers and the raiders and he said the The raiders Raiders. guys crappy television (laughs) at its best I mean, ESPN is losing more and more respect every single. I don't mean to to really hate on it, man. And really, it kind of comes out of nowhere. But I'm, you know, you talk about percentages of, you know, basically what's Stop. got the hype right now and what doesn't. Uh, I'll tell you right now, the hype the hype is not with ESPN right now, man. It, it that was bad. Yeah. I mean, you literally just said you you thought the Chargers would score more than anyone else in Week <laughs> One, and then you say they're going to lose to somebody.
1: How does that work?
0: The guy just doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like a scary concept. But yeah. again, whatever you want to do, guys, tune in with us. Know what we're talking about, or tune into ESPN and listen to Stephen well, A. Smith for your Sunday morning fantasy football. But uh, I'm sorry, I just had to go into that. I couldn't even uh, dodge that. That's uh, I wanted to get that thrown into the show at some point. Uh, yeah, that was a disgusting. The same breath. I mean it makes like, it literally, it was 2 minutes after he just talked about it. So it's like yeah. do, do it makes it easier
1: for us to come up. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I know. It really um, is
0: bad when you're competing I, with things like that. I mean, that's a that's just a that's just bad television. I mean, just a waste of my time uh when he speaks football like you, know, I, I get,
1: you can't listen. Yeah, no. You, I, you
0: can't. No, you really can't. He doesn't know what he's talking about. No. And it's like, bad. I mean, basketball, give it credit. I mean, I'm just going by. I mean, he's
1: a basketball listen, writer. Listen, he so he'll
0: tell you all about these basketball yeah. cards and who's the right ones to go after and who the best prospects are. And he's absolutely correct. But, man, when this man talks football, well, I, just see, mute.
1: That's, that's a different thing. That's and, I, and I noticed that when we got into, you know, basically when we both got into sports cards. That was bad. I man. noticed that we can't go off of, what we know about the sport. We can't go off of what we know about these players because it wasn't like that. I mean, I remember when we first got into it, I knew nothing, knew nothing about it. All I knew is when I was younger, I would collect these cards, whatever. But now going into it, I was like, oh, you know, that first first month or whatever, we were in it, you know, we pull a card of, you know, Tom Brady, or uh, mm-hmm. that's that's a bad uh, example. Say, you know, um... Russell Wilson at the time, and I, I'm like, holy shit! Like we got, we got a, a solid card here. No, oh, no, five dollars. Yep. I mean, remember when we pulled the the DeAndre Hopkins rookie card? Yeah, but that, out box, of prominence? that box
0: wasn't good. Prominence boxes weren't good. And 2013
1: obviously- Prominence, we pulled a DeAndre Hopkins rookie card. Now, knowing nothing about cards, but knowing about football, you're like, wow, wow that's this, an incredible! This card, is unbelievable. We look it up. It's nineteen dollars. You know, it's it. You you can't go off of, you know, what these guys are like. Basically, you know what you know about these players. So that's different. But now going into some Madden talk before we get into fantasy to end it. Um us talk ended- about the
0: new release. Speaking of cards, well, I mean, we talk about from from real cards to virtual cards. We talk about Madden, and we go right into it. New update before
1: before we get into that. There is a new update. Okay, that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, a lot of people, you know, have complained about it. Yeah. So they made some changes some of the key highlights of it gameplay general blocking updates. That's huge both running and passing Franchise there was a they fixed a user to user trades in online franchise. I don't know what the issue was because I don't play franchise Uh, Authenticity new alternate helmets and rookie likenesses uh, they updated that and general stability fixes across modes, which means um, Franchise face of the franchise and also Madden Ultimate Team. If you want to see like in-depth what they changed, look it up, EA.com. You can look up uh, the 2023 update, September 8th uh, title update. So now let's get into the releases. Uh, go ahead.
0: All right. Well, coming out of limited 90 overall, Chandler Jones, probably a big hit. Uh, other 90 overall players from Legends, uh, Jari Evans, Michael Vick, Rod Woodson, uh, a couple of new 87s coming for different squads. Uh, Nicobe Dean, Dawson Knox, Keanu Neal, Travarius Ward, yeah, Baker are, Mayfield. Yeah, I saw Baker Mayfield. Uh, I pulled him in a pack the other day. What a waste.
1: These are ultimate kickoff. Uh, yes. This is uh, uh, ultimate kickoff yes. two. the part release. So mm-hmm. you have the the Chandler Jones that was the limited. You also get champions, Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Face Troy Polamalu
0: last night and Larry Fitz. They were fun. Uh, they were really fun to play against. Yeah. I really had a great time. Al Kwadin Mohammed, Marcus Williams, Juju Smith Schuster, Kyle Van Noy, Casey Hayward Jr., Anthony Barr, Raheem Mostert, Lyell Collins, Andrew Norwell, Amari Cooper, and Robert Woods you're from seeing that class. A lot,
1: you're seeing a lot of uh, the chance now to, to yes. start your theme teams. Yes. So, you know, th- some of these players, uh, I mean, you're seeing a lot of these teams because. I mean, perfect example. Just looking at this, you know, all these guys at least have two, um, you know, chemistries, team chemistries. Mm-hmm. So that's huge uh, Of course, when you're having got about yeah,
0: multiple teams and able to uh, try to use him as well as putting him into your uh, chemistry boost. And now
1: 90% of the teams that I've played so far in Madden Ultimate Team, I've faced Tim Tebow, and I know that you have Tim Tebow. I think that's going to change a little bit. Oh, no, of when course. We're talking, when yes. we're talking about legends, yeah, I think, uh, when I'm think 90 to, overall Mike Vick. Yeah, Mike on. Vick will take over that <laughs> yeah. as well.
0: You know, left-handed everything yeah, faster. Exactly. Rod Woodson, uh, Jari Evans, those are great options. Uh, another limited release will be Samuel Womack. He's a cornerback. Uh, a couple of the champions cards in Cavante Turbin and T.Y. McGill Jr., defensive tackle. And, uh, you know, new heroes that came out, Lance McCutcheon, Martin Emerson, Britton Brown. Britton Brown, oh God, I had a full day's work with that man the other day. Uh, Clay Johnson, Lawrence Keyser, Alex Bachman, Michael Bandy, and Skylar Thompson, as well as DJ yeah. Dallas. I mean...
1: <laughs> I, you're not going to really and see 83, much of these guys. The
0: 83, Skylar Thompson. Obviously, 87 is where it starts up. The guy, Britton, Brittain Brown, he's yeah. obviously in 87. He was a full day's work. Uh, not not a fun situation. To go in. Uh, Justin Reed, kicker. Not bad. Not really a lot of kickers out there. Trayvon Coley and Derek Rivers to close it out. Uh, Real quick, want to go into fantasy football. A couple of questions real quick. One, yes, the big time.
1: Yeah, this was one question that I was watching uh, a show just talking about fantasy and everything. And there was a comment made. And it had me thinking. And I was like, you know what? This is actually a good question. Okay. Now, being that you're the fantasy guru that you are, is Aaron Rodgers an automatic start every week this every week this year, like he has been in previous years. Now, mind you, okay, Aaron Rodgers still is one of the best best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best quarterback, yeah. <laughs> you know. But it made sense when they, you know, cuz this guy said no. He's not an automatic. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, been a, there's depending on your of, uh, team. But. There's
0: been a lot of die-down on both uh, him and Mahomes based on the fact of losing their number one wide receivers. But, you know, from watching football as long as I have, the one thing I've noticed about the great, great quarterbacks, they make wide receivers. Yeah. I've seen the great ones do it so many times. I watched Peyton Manning do it for years. I watched Eli Manning do it for years. I watched Tom Brady do it for years, beyond <coughs> Romo. years. Romo. Romo did it for he years. Did. Yeah, no, yeah, a lot of people, did. a lot of the he great ones – Create wide receivers, and Aaron Rodgers. Clip that. Aaron Rodgers is literally on a he's on a direct route to the Hall of Fame. So to say that is just not logical. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers was a very capable starter in fantasy football this year. I don't for him dropping as much as he did. If you got him at any point, it was an absolute steal. You might have a, it might be one or two bad starts, but this guy's playing Detroit twice. He's playing Minnesota twice. He's going to have to score. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really questioning it at all. Well, there are obviously some matchups for Aaron Rodgers that you might want to pass up on, just like you would pass up on with anyone else. Yeah. Obviously, uh, the one person I would definitely uh, consider would be, uh, you know, Josh Allen obviously is different. Mahomes yeah. is a little different. But I think for Rodgers, I think he's a safe play for the most part all year, considering the difference in the gap of uh, draft picks. Like the rounds,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, so, I think Aaron Rodgers was actually arguably one of the best, like ninth, tenth round draft picks you could buy. That's how far he dropped, which oh, was yeah. just unheard of for me.
1: So now, who's your highest point getter for this week at the quarterback position?
0: At the quarterback position, obviously. Yes. I mean, not including Josh Allen.
1: Not including Josh Allen.
0: Uh, this week, I think the highest performance because um, that's sucks. cheating. What's up?
1: Because <laughs> that's cheating. Yeah, no. I think <laughs> I think
0: that obviously will. Uh, I think that's going to wind up going to you know. I mean, I don't want to say it because they're playing, you know, hopefully the Jets score a lot of points today and they're upset, but uh, <laughs> probably Lamar Jackson. I mean, I think, yeah. I think that's the most ideal start to have today. I think, you know, according to the – you know, it's supposed to be a good matchup, even though I'm, I'm higher up on the Jets' defense than ever before. Uh, I don't think it'll be a great matchup. But, obviously, that Chargers-Vegas game is going to be extremely high. Look for Justin Herbert to be up there oh, yeah. as one of the top uh, point getters for quarterbacks. Uh, Jalen Hurts taking on Detroit on the road. It's a home game. I mean, it's a uh, road game. It's in a dome. Uh, not a bad ideal matchup for him as well.
1: I think Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be in his face all day. Yeah. Uh,
0: when it comes to the running back position, uh, I think the highest output that I'm looking at from any running back this week, it probably comes in the form of Christian McCaffrey. I, you know, and based on who he is, uh, Carolina is probably going to lean him a lot this year. Uh, and they're going to need him this afternoon to take on Cleveland. He's I at say home. say Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan
1: Taylor, 100%. Good going matchup against, against Houston? Houston. Yeah, you're not nah. worry about
0: nothing. He's going to catch the ball at the backfield. <laughs> yeah. New, better quarterback, 100%. I'm all about it.
1: Now, wide receiver also is kind of like cheating, you know, in terms of, you know, Josh Allen with quarterback. Cooper Cup had, uh, you know, an unbelievable first game. Mm-hmm. But, barring, like, you know, putting that to the side for today and Monday, who do you think?
0: Uh, The best output for any wide receiver today would probably go to uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, it'll be tough. I mean, I know Green Bay's defense is better than it ever has been. It probably isn't the best matchup for Justin Jeff. He's that good. Uh, on that on that standpoint but he it's uh it's gonna be a tough one but I really like him a lot today what about uh, Michael Thomas Michael Thomas is definitely uh, it's scary coming off an injury yeah, I don't I like know, guys that's... I don't like starting guys I'm actually putting him in in the league but I don't I don't usually ideally like starting guys coming yeah. off of an injury or been an injury that he'd been talking about but according to him according to Twitter there is no injury and yeah, it's really just been like an overblown thing I think they were just being careful with him making sure he's ready for week one uh, Michael Thomas is definitely an ideal start today and uh, he could end up being one of the top wide receivers in fantasy football, no doubt.
1: Now, tight end, obviously there's two. <laughs> yeah, go because uh, we spoke about this Kelsey
0: like, and Andrews, and who do you expect to like more? I, I like I'd Kelsey. Like, uh, ooh.
1: I think. Well, uh, it's well, like, say, I don't it's know. I mean, trying to you're... compare the two is just yeah, like hysterical yeah. to watch. Um, <laughs> like yeah, when I listen no, to I someone
0: know. spend an hour talking about that, I just kind of you need to turn it off after five minutes. What defense is going to have the best? Uh, the best output on defense for me on the matchups, I think Miami. I think they're taking on New England at home. Uh, I'm not really high on the New England offense. I don't. I expect them to be one of the one of the on the lower half of that spectrum.
1: Uh, and there's just a lot of tough matchups this week. I think it's the safest place to go Miami. Absolutely. Um, but that will really do it for today's show. We're gonna put out our uh, picks. Um, by the time you're listening to this, you'll probably already seen the picks. Um, but yeah, but that will do it. Have fun watching Week One. We'll be back next week talking about. Uh, what to uh, expect in week two, a little bit of a recap of what we saw in week one. Uh, I'm excited. We are back, baby, back. Football is back. And I was, I mean, side note, oh, my God. I'm talking about the boxes that are the top in uh in cards, basically, in each, you know, Panini card. And I said Immaculate. I said, um, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot the, the – the one box that has the briefcase and I'm looking at it right now it's flawless and it's right in front of my face and I didn't know that (laughs) Uh, so I'm an idiot, yes but that will do it, I'm Jerry I'm Kevin, be breezy be breezy and it is
0: all over you've been listening to Running Up The Score we run up the score on sports radio